This is KWRD 1470 and 98.5, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events around Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the events coming up around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jamie Holmes and Matt Golson. Well, folks, it's Out to Pastor. It's Friday in Henderson, Russ County, and it's Out to Pastor. But this week, once again, we are out of our pastor we got Matt double, maybe triple booked with duties this morning. So I had to go to the bullpen again. But, you know, that's that's the strength of your team is the depth of your roster. It's the depth of your roster is what determines the strength of your team. And proving that point once again this morning, filling in for Matt Golson, our good friend, Mr. Robert Wallace. Robert, welcome to Out to Pastor. Thank you. Long-time listener. Long-time listener. Yep. One-time uh Guest, one-time guest, one-time co-host. So it's your second, second co-hosting gig. Yeah, well, you know, it's almost a regular now. It's that second invitation that's the big one. That's right. You know, anybody can get you the get first. It, one. That's right. You get invited back. You get that second yeah. one. That's the big one. It lets me know how bad you're scraping for somebody to fill in. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and as if that's not enough pasture for you. So I've got I've got Robert here, who's a sure enough. Well, double, triple board certified theologian. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. That's right. And a guy that plays a pastor on TV. Sort of. Don Everly Smith. Don, join us in the studio today. Don, you're going to be starring in the Henderson Civic Theater's production of The Christians. That's true. Coming up this Friday night, we open. That's great. So Don's going to fill us in on all that. And, and so you'll be playing the part of a pastor in that production, is that right? That's right. It'll be a mega church pastor of a really big church. So kind of like Robert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Two, two I, mega church I'm pastors. Just, I'm just a mega church short of that, okay? <laughs> just keep in mind, my church has a higher population than this entire town. Wow. Okay. okay. You're the man. Well, that's how it happens. That's it. So we got plenty of pastor here today, and then we're going to have a big show, because we're going to get all the report today, all the details on the uh, Henderson Civic Theater's upcoming production. And then Robert's got a report for us on a big event last week. Robert, that was the Ag Banquet, right? The FFA Banquet, yeah. And you know that's a big event in Henderson. It's huge. It is huge. So we'll get all the details on that. But before we do that, I want to revisit last week, Robert, because I know you caught the show. Yes. And we had Jeff Noble on here with Matt. And you know what happens when you get two Aggies in the room together. Um, they, they formed a tradition, I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you do it once, it's a tradition if you're an Aggie. They started talking about Aggie ingenuity. Now, that... That's a kind word. The whole reason they wanted to be on the show together was because, you know, Matt had this broken valve stem in his tire. And... (sighs) Poor him. And Jeff had... Jeff had treated it, let's say, with a a roll of Aggie duct tape and a zip tie. And they were so proud that they had gotten the the valve stem sort of healed up and then got it over to the Napa Valley for some actual repairs. <laughs> okay. And um, and then I kid you not, after all that talk we did on that, Matt's on Facebook a couple of days later, and guess what's going on? He's got another flat. Another tire. flat. <laughs> yeah. Well, he needed needed more duct tape and some zip ties. There's a good Aggie joke there's, somewhere. Yeah. Let it there's too many. Too many. Too many directions. So they had a... They had to get through all of that. I don't know. that Something about that Aggie ingenuity and the repair that didn't stick. That was a good story. In there That's somewhere. it. That's it. Now, I went down this week, Robert, to celebrate my mom. You may have heard this. Over oh, you are the 
wait, if you're not the first son, is that what you are? Even though you're the baby of the family, or yeah, what does this make you? Well, I'm not sure, (laughs) but I'm the son of the Buna Citizen of the Year Emeritus. Now, what that means is that mother is a past citizen of the year. Oh, selected by the Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And then amongst themselves, the citizens of the year elect elect amongst themselves from time to time a citizen of the year. Someone who stands out even more who has after their previous award. That's right. So you've been it's like that second invite. You've already been recognized once. Yeah. And then you continued in your service to the point where your peers Renominated you for recognition, so that's only been done twice. So she is the third person to ever receive the Citizen of the Year Emeritus Award at, from the Buna Chamber. Now, now this is your biological mother. That's right, and she won an award that's for it. something good. That's it. Oh, okay. That's it. Now, one of the now, this was pretty good, Don. You'll like this. I've got five older brothers, so there's six of us in total. And you're the run of the litter, is that right? That's it. Last of my the kind, baby. So across the table from me was one of the ladies from the church, and she was caring on about her daughter who went to high school with me and uh, how well she's done, how proud she was. I said, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. She was always a good, a good kid, you know. And I said, how many kids do you have? She said, I have six total. Now, she said, the rest of them I can't say much about, but she's great. <laughs> I said, so you got one good one out of six? She said, yes. And I said, just loud enough for my brother oh. to hear, I said, that's about what my mom got. <laughs> oh, he, he played who, pretty well. He who tooteth not his own horn, the same shall not be tooted. So <laughs> you're the chief tutor. Is that what, that's, that's what happened? <laughs> well, so then I, I mentioned the other thing that happened I thought was really funny was so at this table of me, Sherry, my mother, one of my brothers, and then about four ladies from the Methodist Church, we're having our, our celebratory dinner, which was a brisket. And of course, you know how that goes in a little town, even in Henderson. The brisket comes out, and everybody takes a bite and says, oh, boy, that's really good. Who did Who that did brisket? that? <laughs> Who did that brisket? And then it starts with, well, you know, so and so. It's his, you know, his son married that girl from Tatum, and, yeah. he, and he works in the oil field, but on the side, he cooks breast. He does. So that's how it started. And finally, we get down to the end. They said, well, it's, it's, I can't remember the young man's name, Joe, Ken, who it was. It's his. I said, well, he does a great job. They said, he always does. And one of the ladies said, yeah, he did one for us at the Methodist Church recently, and it was outstanding. And then she said, what was that for? And all the ladies put their heads together. They were trying to remember what the brisket was for. And one of them finally says, oh, it was for Easter. That's what it was at Easter. Easter. He did it for our Seder supper. (laughs) I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You had brisket for Seder. the Jewish brisket. Jewish brisket. Maybe guy, it was lamb. <laughs> I don't lamb brisket. I don't think that, I never had that. I said, "Now wait a minute. That sounds like a bunch of Methodist women looking for an excuse to eat a brisket." <laughs> oh no, she said, "We had all the traditional Seder meal too, but then we had a brisket." After. A- yeah, after. That was dessert. <laughs> dessert. <laughs> you ever had dessert? Methodist. You ever had brisket for a dessert? There you go. There you have. Go it. to the Methodist Church in Buna on Easter. That's uh, only at a Methodist church. <laughs> <laughs> so I let it sit there for a minute. And then I leaned across the table. I said, now help me out here. Help me out here. And the ladies all looked over and I said, 
is the brisket, is that Old Testament or new? <laughs> Must be the new, new Testament. I think it's the new, yeah. new revised. <laughs> exactly. It's one of those modern translations. <laughs> Jesus took the brisket and broke it. <laughs> oh, you sure, you sure Bob's didn't cater that? It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Bodacious or Sadler's, I don't know. So. Did the rabbi come by and, and bless it? And, and bless it. And and all, yeah, it's all mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it was good. Sprinkle a little kosher salt on it. There you go. It's a little bit more kosher salt, I believe. That'll do it, right? Let me taste a little bit of that. Make sure it's coming out right. Yeah. <laughs> Half the brisk is gone. <laughs> now, the next time, that's what they're going to have back at the uh, back at the synagogue. They'll have brisket. Yeah. That's nobody, it. nobody will know. Nobody will know. <laughs> so, well, those Methodists in Buna did it. That's right. We're good. It worked out We're just right. We're all good. Well, the last thing happened on that trip that was kind of funny was my, my brother came back to my mom's house with us. And the next day, he, he had to get on back home. So we went to Sherry's mom's house, and we came back to my mother's the next day. We thought my brother would be gone already. He was still there. So we came in the house, and he says, well, he was stuck because his truck wouldn't run. Is he an Aggie? So, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't have any duct tape. He didn't have any duct tape. And Matt, okay. Matt and Jeff weren't available. So I said, well, um, what's going on? He said, well, I uh, now he has a Ph.D. in education. Oh. I have... Bachelor's degree in the lottery. So we've got about 20 years of education yeah. between. I said, What's going on with your truck? Yeah. He says, Well, uh, the radio went out and then it started kind of lurching down the road. And so I brought it home to mom's and I tried to restart it and it won't start. I said, I applied all of my mechanical skills and I said, That sounds like an electrical problem. <laughs> And he applied, he applied all his mechanical skills and said, I think it is. So we had it, we had it, had it narrowed down, down, to, narrow down to half of the systems of the, <laughs> of the vehicle. So my mother says, so what are y'all going to do? And Gary says, well, I got the hood up and I've been checking on it. <laughs> and uh, that's about as far exactly. as I know how to go. And so I put to use, I drew on every mechanical skill that I had. I tried everything that I knew how to do. And after that, 30 seconds was up. <laughs> and I said, I think you need to call Vance and see if you can get him over here. That's exactly <laughs> right. AAA. Call, hey, I heard those all degrees you have. I didn't hear anything about like TSTC where you get like mechanics training. I didn't hear any of that. They didn't teach you electrical truck fixing in law school. Mm-mm. Yep. No. Yep. No, but it got uh, once you got past the '77 Ford pickup, that was the end of my experience yeah. in repairs. Well, so I'm guessing your first thought was we sue the manufacturer for, <laughs> for a default for a faulty product. My first thought was you need to call somebody knows because right. my mother now she tells the story. She says when I was little bitty, like four, five, six years old, she and I were driving through town and the and the car stopped, and she got of course there's no cell phones, there's no yeah. you know you're just stuck. And so she's all in a panic. Did the pterodactyl take your message? (laughs) (laughs) Smoke signal. (laughs) She's all worked up, and she said, so she does does everything she knows to do. She pops the hood, and she walks around and looks. Of course. And she says, little me, six years old, I got out of the car. I walked her in the front. I got up on tiptoes, and I looked over the fender down into the engine compartment, and I said, yep, it's broke. (laughs) 
And that's about um, the pinnacle of Mama that, Kennedy. So did career. they base that uh, commercial character Captain Obvious on you? Is Could that what? <laughs> Could have been. So that was a big week for me. Lots, lots that's, of stuff going that's on. That's huge. That's big stuff. You know, I was proud of Mom. That's a big deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm proud of you for going. Well, I was proud of me too. You, know, <laughs> you and I discussed. I had originally planned to be in Fayetteville. He had a he had a baseball game to go to that that I did go to, and it was awesome. It was awesome. And I, I texted him and told him how good it was, and yep. he was at a banquet with a brisket, <laughs> with a brisket, <laughs> Seder brisket, doing the right thing, doing That's the right, right thing. That's right. His, right. his wife guilted him to it. I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to take our first commercial break, and when we come back, Don's going to give us all of the insights on the upcoming production of the. Christians over at Henderson Civic Theater. So stay tuned for that, folks. We'll be right back more out to pastor. It's KWRD 1470 and 98.5. Strong Hurt Pharmacy. Are you tired of waiting in line for your prescriptions? Are you tired of being treated impersonally by people who refuse to look you in the eye? Do you remember when you walked into a store and were greeted by name, a friendly hello, and a warm, genuine smile by people you have known and trusted a lifetime? The Strong Hurt Pharmacy is one of only two family-owned and operated apothecaries in Henderson. Strong Hurt Pharmacy is your good neighbor pharmacy. 111 East Main, Henderson. Call 903-657-2545. Somebody break in, quick. Did that woman make money singing like that? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here in the studio, Ethel Merman. The legend. The legend. <laughs> Help. <laughs> we need a high water rescue in here. Wow. That is... That's impressive. Yeah, that's something. That's something. <laughs> that's something. She can belt it out. <laughs> that belted out is exactly there the phrase go. that comes to mind. Uh huh. Man, now, but but her point is well taken. There is no business like show. As that's we right. say at the studio at the Cape. KWRD, almost said KPXI again. The KWRD <laughs> studio. There is no business like show business. That's it. That's it. You 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 got to prove that. That's, Mark proves that every day. It, and it's close to, you know, Don's here with us, Robert. And, and if you caught the show last week, you know, he gave us yet another. It was a big big moment in the life of the show. Big compliment, and we've sort of adopted it as our mantra again. He said, "Love your show." You guys talk about nothing, but you make it sound interesting, <laughs> which is pretty big praise that's, for a that's, lawyer and a preacher. That's it. Hey, pretty big stuff. Um, so, Don, we've taken that and run with it. Jerry Seinfeld. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> Keep running. <laughs> Keep running. All right. So, Don, we got a big production coming up. we got to talk about this. But before we get to the show, get folks back up to speed on you. You're a Henderson native. That's and, right. And I know I bumped into you for the first time. On the football field, when we were celebrating 
the legacy that is the football team from the class of 1968. Is that right? What a great memory you have. Wasn't that a great time? It was a fantastic event. 50-year anniversary. And I tell you what, Robert, part of the reason it stands in my mind is because Don was wearing his high school letter jacket. I know. He could still get into it. Yes. I've got three hats from high school I can still wear. <laughs> <laughs> but your head's gotten too much bigger. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> you have the most expandable. The, the, the elastic gave out. Oh, yeah. Out. The elastic out. gave out. That's <laughs> well, one thing I didn't realize about the letter jacket until somebody pointed out. So it says, your seams are busting out. <laughs> it was like the Incredible Hulk, but it's not because I'm an Incredible Hulk. It just, it got old. It's old. That, and I forgot to fix it. That's not the way I remember it. Jamie has okay. a few seams busting out, but too. It was. <laughs> and I could actually button it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, that's the way I tell it. You were there wearing your jacket, looking great. Thank you. But uh, it was a great night. But now, it was a long road between... The class of 68, and then you coming back to Henderson here pretty recently, right? That's just six months ago. Six months ago. So where have you been in between? Well, I during college, I went to Israel for a summer. I did an archaeological excavation in Jerusalem, Israel, and the Temple Mount. Wow. I went to Minnesota for a couple summers, and then I first job out of college, I was up in Canada. So I've been in Canada, California, Alaska, Washington, and I just came back just six months ago. Wow. He's seen the world, right? It's a wonder he could find this place again. That's a, that's a long piece. Good from thing all you got to places. navigate it on right. your iPhone. There you go. Did you leave just one of those set little, the course. little trips? Go to Mama's breadcrumbs. house. <laughs> breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Go to Mama's house. That's yeah, good. It took six days to get here from Seattle. Wow. Well, so you're settled back in town now, though? Yes. You're going to be with us? Forever. For the duration. (laughs) I will always have a presence now in Henderson. Well, that's awesome. We're glad to have you back. Now, tell me about this show at the theater. It's called The Christians. That is correct. So what's going on here? The Christians is a big little show about faith in America and the problem with changing our mind. Wow. The problem with changing our mind. The problem with changing our mind. So I play the role of a megachurch pastor that gets up on stage and kind of goes off script, kind of goes rogue and says some things that nobody else knew he was going to say, including his wife. And there's a big lesson in there. Yeah, there probably is. <clears throat> yeah. Now, Robert, is that as a, as a um, professional minister yes, yourself, is yes. that one of those moments of uh, where you cross the line between preaching and getting into meddling? You meddling. That's exactly <laughs> right. Leave her, especially, you don't say anything about her for sure. Okay. That's the meddling part. That's the meddling. She's not, the kids are fair game for illustrations. Wife's not. Not. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she's not there, it's not okay. Now, Donna, had, you were at Kiwanis Club. Tell us a little bit about the show. And that's about as far as you got with the Kiwanis Club. And I know you don't want to give away a whole lot about the show, but is there anything else you can share with us? Just kind of whet the appetite out there. It's a show for everyone, whether you are a believer or a non-believer. There's something in this show for every single person. And the more I look at the script, I'm finding things that I didn't see the first or second, third time I read through it. There's lessons for everybody about communication or the lack of communication. And it brings to mind one of my favorite quotes I've been thinking about recently by George Bernard Shaw, who was a great American playwright, among other things. And he said, the greatest, the biggest single problem with communication is the illusion that it occurs. Oh, the illusion. Kind of like this show. (laughs) (laughs) 
kind of like this show. Kind of like this show. You're, you're assuming you're communicating, but do you really communicate? Well, you're assuming somebody's listening, first of all. So that's, <laughs> that's the first, first big stretch. But, yeah, assuming they're listening, did they hear anything? And what did they hear? Right? Right. And everybody hears through their own filters, uh, emotional, intellectual, through their nature and nurture. nurture. Uh, people come up and filter whatever message they receive, whether it's something they read or hear, or maybe even the voice of God that they hear in their head or however they hear it. And what happens when one person hears something they think is from God and somebody else, like a wife or a associate pastor, hears something totally different, and they're not the same message? How do you reconcile that? All right, so it's a show with lessons for everybody. What's the lesson you think? What's what's the biggest lesson you think folks are most likely to take from this show? Can you can you share that with us? I think everybody, if they come to the show with with an open mind, that they're going to see that there's many ways of looking at an issue. Say, for example, doctrinal issues. And that's the core of this controversy as the pastor gets up there, and that's my role, and announces a total radical change of uh, belief about the church. And he must have the assumption that everybody is going to go right along with what he has been told by God to say. He, he assumes everybody's going to go along with that big change? It seems that way. Now, Robert, you might want to weigh in on this one. <laughs> I mean, for example, let's say you came in and said, this year for Seder, we're going to have brisket. Yeah, well, i tell you this. Go in and say you want to change the starting time of Sunday school five minutes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he my goodness. Your, your character doesn't go that far, does it? Oh, no. And we're not going to be serving brisket out That's there it. in the cafe in the lobby of the... You know, the big mega church. And he's not going to preach past 12 noon when the Cowboys are playing on Sunday. Do you think he's stupid? (laughs) (laughs) Now, you you know how many Baptists it takes to change a light bulb? How many? Fifty. Fifty? One to change it and 49 to talk about how good the old one was. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the point. It's it's making a change. It's changing things, and traditions are really hard to change. And it's not that easy just to pick it up and go. And I've seen churches. I've seen churches that have gone through schisms where the leadership thought, okay, we got – this is a better way to go. And let's go this way. And the rest of the congregation says, whoa, hold on, hold on. We're not quite ready ready for that. That's not the way we've been doing it. <laughs> we've never done it that way before. Nobody's ever just, done that. Work just fine the way we've been doing exactly. it. Exactly. Well, but just because it's always been done that way doesn't mean that's the only way it's ever been done. You know, Don, I had a professor in law school that told us one time, he said, if, if you look around and you find you're the only one doing something a particular way, that doesn't necessarily mean you're on the cutting edge. <laughs> you may be at the edge that gets cut. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the point. You get too far ahead of the edge. All right, so the show's going to run May 3rd, 4th, and 5th, and then the next weekend, the 10th, 11th, and 12th. is on Friday, Saturdays. That's right. Is there a Sunday matinee on uh, There is. The, the Friday and Saturday shows are at 7.30 p.m., and 2.30 set, uh, mat- matinees on Sunday. So six performances overall. All right, we're going to end on Mother's Day. So maybe you should bring your mother up Take from Rabula. Well, you know, I actually cannot because that weekend I will be I will be in Fayetteville that weekend because Emily is graduating with her master's degree. Oh, and Ellen is proud dad moment out of her dorm. So I'll be bringing two little girls back to Henderson. Little girls? Yeah, that's why I see it. That's the way you see <laughs> it. The yeah, I'm there's still four it. in your eyes, right? Still, it's the way I'm going to see it. <laughs> 
But yeah, that will be a proud, proud weekend. But I won't be able to catch the show the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. But by the twelfth, you guys should have this thing down pretty solid, Don. By that time, we should have our scripts just solid as a rock. Should be ready to roll. Yeah. All right. So they can get tickets. Then are going to be fifteen dollars for adults. 12 for seniors, 12 for children, right? That's correct. And where do they get their tickets if they want to come see the show? They can call the box office number, which is 903-657-2968, and leave a message if there's nobody there and say what days you want the tickets for. And they will be held at will call, and you can pay at the door. It's a great country wow. we live in or what? Trusting people. I'm talking about Henderson Civic Theater. In downtown. Downtown. Downtown yes. Henderson. Downtown Historical Square. Yes, right. That's right. And you can go. I bet you you could catch on Friday night now before the show. You could go across the street to Kaiser's for steak night. Get you one of those yeah. chicken or country fried steaks. Or maybe brisket. Brisket. <laughs> <laughs> you have a little cider supper. That's right. then you pay a little extra for the lamb brisket. That's right. but, you know, yeah. Let them know you want it. Maybe you could get that. Well, well you know, Methodist Church, it's the traditional. You got brisket at cider and you got chicken and spaghetti on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Well, it all makes sense. Don't change it. Can't change it. <laughs> Don't make a change. <laughs> Don't make on. a change. <laughs> Not on stage, that's for sure. That's right. Well, Don, it sounds like a great show. We're glad to have you back in town and really looking forward to hearing more about this program. If you can, stick around with us for our third segment. Robert's got to tell us all about the Ag Banquet, but you don't, you don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that. Because, as I've often said about Robert, the only thing better than actually going and doing something with Robert it's letting Robert go and do something and then tell you about it. <laughs> no Maybe story. Because you didn't have to hang out with me while I was doing well, that. That's that's right. that version could be filtered like a lot of our communications, right? Exactly. But no story ever got worse by having Robert tell it. <laughs> Just have independent verification. Nah. nah no fun in that. I wouldn't even go that far. Just leave it alone. All right, folks, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with more Out to Pastor. It's KWRD 1470 and 98.5. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. If you need any help with the insurance company, call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. goes tweet and my phone goes beep. Miley twerks, Katie roars, and the Chiefs go touchdown. Cycles quack, the Dow goes crunch, and the government shuts down. But there's one sound that no one knows. What does the farmer say? What does the farmer say? Doesn't make it like that anymore. I hope not. What does the farmer say? What does the farmer say? Wow, that came from the bowels of the vault, huh? Deep inside the Alta Pastor Musical Library, bringing you what does the farmer say? 
Wow, it's been a while since I heard that one. That was it's a classic. Work, 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 work. Classic. Work, 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 work. <laughs> You'll probably make more than that than what he does selling his corn. That's it. Oh, wow. Oh, there's a lot of corn in that song. <laughs> wow. I hate we cut it off. I mean, you know, that's just, it's such a classic, you know. <laughs> it made it back. Ethel, Ethel, we can cut off, but not the farmer. But not what does the farmer do. Yeah, that's right. Does that but, become your theme you know, song? Well, in, in terms of, of your perfect intro, that's how true. could you be more perfect if you're going to talk about the ag communication? Exactly. <laughs> the ag <laughs> The Ag Communications team. That's correct. <laughs> the Ag Communications team oh, telling us, my for the record, what does the farmer say? <laughs> work, 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 work. work. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, Man, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, Robert, you went over to the Ag Banquet. Yes, sir. Which is where the farmers say. They say a whole lot. Whatever it is that they yeah. say. That's where it gets Two said. hours worth. So There was a lot of saying. <laughs> there was a lot of saying, yeah. Was there a lot of corn in that one, too? There was. No, it no. was pretty straight-laced. So. The ones I've been yeah. to have been pretty businesslike. Yeah, they're very businesslike. Very businesslike. Yep, they're scripted well, and they stick, they stick to the script. Stick so, to the script. That's, that's a it. sign of a good farmer. He's got a plan. He sticks with sticks it. Sticks with it. That's right. Mr. Perry does a good job over there yep. so it was a big big event over at the civic center yes sir you know the thing the thing that i didn't realize till i have had a son get involved in the ag program you know there are about 420 kids in the ag program it's in Henderson enormous. high school it's you know pro- possibly the largest organization that there is i think that it is and um you know but the thing about it the ffa uh program has in the last four years or so has exploded um, they they used to just have a small group that did you know that did a few projects or didn't you know did a few things. Now every competition there there is they're involved in and they do well and um, and like this year they had more kids participate in the ag mechanics program than ever before in the history of the school. So wow. things are things are really growing over there. Um, and then when you look at it, these are some of the, I actually did a little show prep. Uh, you had about, they had about 50 kids compete in leadership events this year. Excellent. Uh, and they won district sweepstakes for the first time and had nine teams qualify for area contest. Wow. Which is a, a pretty big thing. But the biggest thing was the ag communications team what does the farmer what say? does the farmer that's say? right and they won they won state and state. qualified for a national contest in indianapolis in october and uh, they'll be competing there it's a, it's only the second time henderson has qualified for nationals it's only the second time wow and the team is macy watson Laura Chenault, Carter Wheat, and Cassidy Bogle. So we got to give a shout out to those kids. They did Man, over and above. That is a fantastic performance. But the big story, it almost the, didn't the scoop happen. almost didn't happen. Had it not been for video replay, they they didn't throw the red flag. Coach had to throw the red flag to win because when they left the competition, they went all the way to Lubbock for this competition. Wow! And <laughs> That's so commitment. They, yeah, so they weren't planning on. Some of these kids are in band, and the kids were in band were at, were at marching contest on Friday. They picked them up at the marching contest to go to Lubbock, and so they go to Lubbock. They compete. The they weren't planning to stay for the awards presentation because they needed to get back, and so they waited till the results were posted. And they saw the results, and they were 14th. 
And they thought, hey, you know, 14th in state, that's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. And so they felt pretty good about themselves, and they got in the vehicle and headed home. On this long drive home, though, somebody started actually looking at the scores and come to find out one of our team members was given a zero for their main part of their competition. Wait a minute. That sounds fishy. Something's fishy because the the teacher said, well, wait a minute. If you wrote anything, it was a writing thing. So if you wrote anything, you're going to make better than a zero. And so they started doing some investigation, and they went, what's the problem here? She couldn't have made a zero. So they emailed the powers that be, and they took a look and said, uh-oh, you're right. Went to the video replay. Went to the video replay and said, wait a minute, we lost her. They put them on flash drives or something. They lost it, and they didn't even grade it. And so they immediately go to the website and take the results down. Now, in the meantime, this other school was awarded the trophy. Oh, no. The big plaque and went home as state champions. Yes, we're going to nationals. Oh, no. This was on Saturday. <laughs> so Sunday, they somebody actually found the paper, and they gave it a cursory read, and they said, wait a minute, we actually need to grade this because it's pretty good. Well, our people did the math and found out if she made a 74, we would win state. The state championship. The state championship of ag communications. And so they graded it. She made a 98. Wow. <laughs> so almost like your scores, right? <laughs> <laughs> so she made a 98 and she finished fourth overall in the state among everybody. So she went from 0 to first. Top of the heap. Top of the heap. Yeah. And what does that do to the team result? The team result that means they won state by over 20 points. <laughs> <laughs> And so the kids that went home with the trophy thinking they were the champions ended up being the... Second place. Second place. Second place. And they had beaten the team that ended up eventually finishing third by 30 points. So we beat the third place team by over 50 points. And, uh, And here was the crazy thing. We get to the banquet on Tuesday night. They had nothing to give these kids or nothing to show them because the plaque's still at this other school. They haven't gotten it yet. So <laughs> I don't think they want to give it up. I think they're That's, arguing. But they may not get it back. They may not get it back. But uh, Now, Steve so. Harvey wasn't in charge no. of this <laughs> He may have been. He may have had something to do with it. But yeah, that is fantastic. All that, all that being said, a couple other things about this. They're going to go to – they always go to state convention. Their officer team does. So they're going to state convention in Fort Worth in July. But even a bigger thing – something since we're talking to the community here. And by the way, the community is great at supporting the ag program. Uh, it was great to go to the banquet and all the tables were sponsored and you know everybody was there. The kids didn't have to pay anything to come to the banquet. It was all taken care of. And of course the ag show, you know, is always very well done and Big the community the community really supports that as well. So we know the community is all about this. And the fact that this team is getting to go to this gonna be in October in Indianapolis, they're about to start raising money to get to go. So if you if you want to make a contribution, I'm sure that you can contact the ag department, Mr. Perry, Ms. Hill, Ms. Gardner, Mr. Elliott, and uh, they'll be happy to, to take your funds uh, to do that. And I think it's something our community needs to get behind because oh, it's, you know, it's something that that's a unique experience that not many kids get, and uh, we need to be proud of that. Now, one so. more thing, just, just if I understood you in the, in the pre-show mm-hmm. planning session right, that we had right. about five minutes before we started, <laughs> these are not seniors. 
No. 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 There's there's one who will be a senior next year. There's a there's two juniors and two sophomores on this team. There's your returning starting lineup for next that's year. That's right. Who knows what we can do that's with a little the, practice. That's the stuff of legacy. That's how the class of 68 <laughs> set the bar. That's right. We started early. That's started early. Happens. Early and often. All right, folks. Well, that's going to about run us out of time for this week's episode. It's been a big show. Don, thanks for joining us in the studio. Welcome back to town. Well, thank you. Good to Great have to be you. back. Great Come, to reconnect. We'll see you down at the, at the Henderson Civic Theater. And, Robert, thanks for sitting in for sure. Matt. Maybe next week that Aggie Ingenuity will get him all the way back to the studio. Hopefully. We hope so. <laughs> all right, folks, we'll see you next week with more Out to Pastor. It's KWRD 1470 98.5.